0: Welcome, Welcome to another episode of Marketing, Marketing 101 for Chiropractors, where we keep you ahead of the curve, attracting more new patients and growing your business. Now, here's your host, Dr. D himself. Hey everybody. This week's about gangsters, your OGs, your your gang. Uh, changing up the titles a little bit to get your attention here, but it's important to know who your gangsters are. And the people who drive your business are your gang, right? And this is not your staff and it's not you. I guess it could be your staff, but what we want to think about with this, and I'm gonna give you a second to think about, is who's your number one referrer to your business? I know you just thought of it because the names come to your head right away, and it's usually your top patient over the years that has always referred to you and has nothing but great things to say about you. You created a raving fan. Uh, that's usually them, and those are those are the best because they they refer. They're they're a person on a mission out in the community telling everyone about you. Every time there's a chance to talk about a chiropractor or the health provider, uh, they rave about you. That that's awesome, and that's probably the person you're thinking about. What about other businesses that maybe you've teamed up with, other providers that you've teamed up with, that you've networked with, that refer to you? Maybe you're in part of a good BNI or a good uh, marketing group or networking group that you have somebody in that group that you refers to you. Those are your gangsters. Now, the idea behind the gangster and your gang, right? I mean, gangster in a good way. Don't you know? Not not in a bad way. The thing about your gang is if you got one of these rock stars referring to you or two, how much better would your business be if you had 5, 10 of these people out there that would just continuously refer to you? Easier said than done, but the concept makes sense, doesn't it? You can't argue this. If you had 10 patients that referred you a patient every month, 12 new patients a year, uh, and you got 10 of them or 20 of them, Man, those are great. And I know many of you get 20 referrals a month from, from random patients, like from other patients. A patient has a good experience, they refer their family. A patient has a good experience, they refer their friends. That happens. And any good chiropractic clinic will have that constantly happening randomly throughout all the patients that they take care of. Uh the statistics are kind of crazy. 80% of people never do refer someone to you. That's nuts. The 20% that do are the ones that do. It's crazy how you can take care of 10 new patients, have 10 great experiences, and only two of them will refer to you. And you look at those stats like, man, am I doing something wrong? And no, it's just the stats. Any business works like this. Any restaurant works like this. 10 great experiences. Two of them will talk about it. Uh, I think less than one will leave a review. It's got to be like 25, every for every 25 people that come through, maybe one will leave a review. Kind of crazy. So those are the stats on that. But for your business, who are your gangsters? And I want you to just take a moment, even if it's just when you're listening to this 10-minute podcast this week, is who are my gangsters? How do I facilitate this? So all you need to do today on this podcast is write down on a list your top referrers. And it's okay if you got one. And it's okay if you got 10. Just write them down because those ones that are coming to the top of your mind are your original gangsters right they're the ones that you know you haven't let down you continue to give them great service and you know what it's so easy taking care of them now because the appointments are quick they know what they're getting they understand the concept and they just keep referring to you they just want to come and be with you they just want to they, they, it feels like they come for an appointment just to talk to you for five minutes doesn't am i the only one are you guys just listening to me or or uh or do many of you have this experience I, i'm sure you do uh, those are those are the people now how do you nurture those people you know, you almost feel like you owe them, don't you? I do. Um, doesn't mean you have to go out and give them extravagant gifts, but they definitely should feel appreciated. They should be getting a card in the mail randomly saying, thank you for being you. Thank you for the referrals. Don't don't feel like I don't recognize this. Thank you for that. And if I thank you before, I thank you again. Just a simple card with nothing in it or put a, you know, a Starbucks card in it or whatever you want. Um but listen to these patients. If they have kids, if they have, you know, family, if they love mm. yoga, if they love going to the local sports team, whatever it is, that you, wherever you live, you know, this is where you can really give your gratitude back to them and get them, you know, four tickets for the family to the local baseball game that's coming up on, on a Saturday. Of course, you you know, you think about them. These are things where you can reward them for, for being that. Now we're talking about, now, that's great. Now nurturing those people is so important to make sure you facilitate that relationship well into the future. That's the important of gratitude. Uh, chiropractors are good at, at being grateful. They, they really are. As, as a group, we are because we, we're out to serve. We literally serve by our hands. It's, it's pretty amazing. The point of this podcast is how can you get more of those people? Let's call Let's call the original gangster Jenny. Jenny. We want to make Jenny happy. How do we get more Jennies to our practice? How do we how do we get more Jennies in our community? And here's some ideas. You have to start facilitating your networks. You have to start going out there and doing it. I know many of us don't like it. We don't like the groundwork. We don't like making a call. We don't like going physically into another, you know, business. Some of you love it. I don't mind it. I do it. I go out there because I know what it could turn into. So you go in there and then you just facilitate these things. And and people are like, how do I do this? Like, I can never get the, a hold of the dentist. He's always busy. Or she's always busy. I can never get a hold of the, the personal trainer. They're always busy. So when I get in there, I have to talk to their staff. It's the staff that's going to get you this appointment. So when you go in there, maybe a medical doctor. For those of you that have pediatric offices, these medical doctors and pediatricians are the fundamental keystone to your communities. You have to get to them. And you have to have a couple of them on your referral list, because they, I mean, once they understand, even one of them understands it is a wonderful source that's out there and make sure your kids go maybe to, to those pediatricians. Once for a well check, we do it once every two years. We go, we go in for a well check and we make it crystal clear. It's a well check and they're great. They understand, they know what's going on and they truly are holistic and amazing uh, pediatricians. Anyways, I digress. You got to get to the staff. The staff are always there to answer your questions. The staff are always there to greet you. And then it's great walking into these businesses. You're like, "Holy crap! Our customer service is so much better than most of these businesses." Uh, and and make sure your service is. You go in there and tell them, "Hey, uh, Melanie, um, I'm Doctor Enrico. I'm up at FLC. I was just coming around. I've been taking care of a couple mutual patients here at this office, and I've been meaning to. And I know calling and leaving messages is, is tough on any doctor in any busy practice." I was wondering if I could ever uh, maybe talk to the doctor, get a lunch, get a coffee. Um, here's a couple of my cards. Let me know. Give me a call if if that works. I'll stop by again next week, and and that's it. I wrap it up. And by the way, Melanie, what's your favorite drink at Starbucks? Or what's your favorite drink at? And stay say actually say that. What's your favorite drink at Starbucks? And they'll be like, I don't like Starbucks. Great. What do you love? The Dunkin' Ice Cap, 400 calorie sweetener. Great. Done. And I actually leave the office, sit down in my car, put it into my notes on my phone. And Melanie, Pediatric ABC. And then I remember. So next Wednesday, I don't come empty-handed. I've got the 400-calorie sugar drink. Give it to hey, Is Melanie in? Hey, Melanie. And then she's like, oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I'm like, by the way, I was just following up. Oh, you know what? I I don't know if the doctors called you. That's what ends up happening. And it does take a couple times. So to facilitate these networks, to facilitate these, it's building a relationship. And if you truly want a relationship like you have with Jenny, remember what it took to get and build their trust. They had to come in. They had to become a patient. They had to get a great service. It took a while. It took multiple visits to really build your trust. And then the results spoke for themselves. You changed their lives. The rest is history. That's what you need to do with all of these networking uh, people that you meet is to facilitate the relationships. And do it. And you got to go around. This has got to be part of your marketing strategy. So when you divide your year into quarters – This is your quarterly strategy. How many people are you going to attempt to visit? And let's say the goal is one a week. There you go. You got 12, 48 for the year. You got 12 every quarter that you just got to go in and facilitate. What facilitate means is you come on in and you started something with the front desk staff. And that's good. You check it off. You keep a track of it on your marketing calendar. And then you just refacilitate these things. What ends up happening is 48 is a lot of networking to do. And what ends up happening is when you get one or two of them and they do refer, bingo. All it takes is one out of the whole year, one referral. For many of you, you, you run great practices. You've got great case visit averages. So for me, you know, for 2500 bucks, that's what a patient's worth to me in, in my office. So for me to go out there and just make one connection where a doctor's like, yeah, you know what? Take care of little Jimmy bingo. I mean, that that was totally worth my time, no matter how many coffees I had to buy to get that, right? It's only about one or two, by the way. So I hope that's a strategy for maybe getting you out of your seat, out of the Cairo office and into uh, local businesses. And then thinking outside the box is the next level, the third layer of this cake. So we got the referrals, the internal people that you could ask for. If you guys don't do two card Tuesdays or two card Thursdays, you got to do it. You know what two-card Tuesdays, two-card Thursdays is? You leave a stack of cards, your business cards, in the adjusting area or in the adjusting rooms, a stack of them every Tuesday, and every patient on the schedule that day gets two cards. And you say something like this, hey, Jim, here's two of my business cards. I know we've been taking care of you for a month. I know we've been taking care of you for seven years. Here's two of my business cards. We're, we're ready and open again, accepting new patients If you got good things to say, the next time someone says they got a headache or back pain, you know who to call, right? Not Ghostbusters. You call me. Get here's two cards. Just hand it to them, and I'd really appreciate that. And it depends. Be yourself. Put it in your own script. Do it yourself. I learned it through uh, um, one of my coaches back then. And and if you have the balls to do this, go ahead. When they're lying down, you're like, "Hey, Jim, do you like me? What? Yeah. What do you talk? What do you mean? Do I like you?" Um, th- complete curveball for them. Like what? Yeah. You know what? Most of our patients refer. And uh, I haven't heard anyone that come in and say, Hey, you know, Jim told me to come see you. So, and they're like, Whoa, what the heck? What, what, what's this all about? <laughs> right. And you make them think that, like, no, of course I do. Well, I'm, I'm kidding, Jim. Here's two cards. Think about me. I did this today. Cause now you're gonna be like, what the heck? Um, Think about me, leave them in your car. And then just think about me when you're talking about, your success in our office or it's someone that, that you work with that you're like, man, this guy's always got a runny nose. Like I'm gonna send him to Dr. Enrico. Um little things like that. Make it your personality. You obviously if you've listened to my podcast, you're kind of kind of learning my personality. It's very sa- satirical, abrasive, <laughs> but funny. And I get away with it and I've built a great business doing it. So I'm not gonna stop. I don't care what you think about me. Um that's how we do it. So two card Tuesdays, great for your associates too for those of you that have newer associates, newer grads, teaching them this, the two card the two card Tuesdays just handing two cards out to everyone. it's breaking that barrier of being able to make the ask. It's a great start. I think one of the biggest problems we have just as humans, humanistic is we don't want to ask people. We don't want to be vulnerable. but did you did you know the best way to make deep relationships in your personal life with friends and neighbors and, and people in your community? for your personal life, not for your business, is to ask them for something vulnerable. That is the psychological way of the brain is once you ask someone for something and they deliver, there is now not an owing. You don't owe them. You feel like now you owe them. But there is this, this relationship, this friendship that's built saying, yeah, I got your back. It's just humanistic. So take the psychology of humans and use it into business. Don't be manipulative. This is where sales tactics suck in the car dealerships. And even in our industry, you know who they are, scaring people into care. But using human psychology to do that, make the ass say, here's two business cards. Can I ask you to just remember to tell people about us? And if you think about us, do it. And you know what you get every time Jim stands up from the table is like, dude, I talk about you all the time. Like I've told like 20 people to come here. Obviously, they're not coming here. And I'm like, maybe they do. Maybe they're just not saying Jim referred. It's like I'm gonna go back and ask. I know Amy. I was just talked to her like a month ago. I'm gonna ask her how her headaches are doing. And he's got a card now. Like they, this is what's happening. Facilitating in their head is that now they're like, oh, connecting the dots. So having this every Tuesday, making it redundant. Many of you have people that have come in weekly, and they come in every Tuesday. So you gotta be you gotta be good at this. Like after maybe three weeks, they're like, dude, I got like ten of your cards. I'm good. Um, So maybe changing it up to Thursdays or Mondays or whatever. You you guys will figure it out. That's a great internal one. The third level of the cake is to um, get outside the box. So we talked about maybe networking with healthcare professionals, but what about local businesses? What about the, the coffee shop, the pizza joint, the burger joint, the nail studio, the... Are they nail studios, nail salons, whatever, whatever it is things outside of healthcare, outside of the box that maybe you didn't think about? And how do you facilitate these things? This is the this is the toughest one. Hey, I'm Dr. Enrico from FLC. I was wondering how we could team up with your hair salon uh, and tell people more about what we do. And usually, it's leaving some cards with the stylists, leaving some cards with the barbers. Uh, I jump around barber shops on purpose because one, I don't know why I have to even pay for haircuts anymore, but I go there to leave business cards and believe it or not, they become patients and they do leave their cards. Uh, you know, I only need it like once a month. I go in and I see my car, you know, half the deck is gone. I see it. And they're like, I'm telling everyone about you. I didn't know, you know, standing for so long could hurt, create anterior head carriage. And they're like, teaching these guys all about this stuff. So it's cool. So thinking outside the box, then when you create events, And you want vendors, or you want people to uh, come in for your ladies' night, your appreciation day, your anniversary, your Easter egg hunts, whatever you do, you can go back, and you've developed a little relationship. At least they recognize the face. So this is your gangsters. You got to create a group of gangsters, Um, and it works really well. Come, I come from a family of gangsters, so I completely understand what happens when you truly take grips of a city uh, with a posse. and we're talking about it in a good way with chiropractors. <laughs> uh, you really do take control. Of this. It's like, oh, everyone knows you. Everyone talks about you. It's it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, a story for another day. But that is, that is how this all works. Think about it. So by ending this podcast, I want you to create a list. I want you to facilitate those lists. I know the patients are going to be on the top of your list. I know you know one right now off the top of your head. So what are you going to do? Send them a card right now. Sit down. Write them a card. Say thank you. I like uh, going on social media too and seeing people who like refer us. I keep notes. I sit down like, and what I'll send them, and I'm not good at this, but I'll send them out. I get our staff to to look out on social media too when they see certain patients saying, hey, full FLC is the place to go. Or like, anyone know a good chiropractor? You guys get this all the time on Facebook, right? And you feel Chachi being the one saying, yeah, FLC is great. I owed it. Or I'm the doctor there. But when your staff's doing it, I keep an eye on it and I send them a card. I'm saying, it's, "Thanks for being a Facebook hawk" or "Thanks for being an Instagram hawk for FLC." Appreciate it. Um, uh, we we notice you. We appreciate you. And that's just a card. You don't you don't have to give them anything for that. They just mentioned you for two seconds on a. Fa- but you send them a card. Man, that's super special. They're like, "Holy smokes!" They're seeing that, and they appreciate me. We have people that do that, that came to us five years ago, got their kids in for some care whatever, maybe or themselves, and haven't come back. They felt like that was the end of chiropractic for them. We did a bad job with wellness, whatever. And I still see them on their referring to, they had such a good experience that they keep referring. So remember, just because patients are not with you for wellness care forever, doesn't mean you didn't serve them the way you were supposed to serve them in the moment. So keep on tracking, keep doing what you do. You guys are all awesome. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave a rating. It helps get our podcast out to more listeners. Also, join Marketing 101 for Chiropractors on Facebook or visit us at EnricoD.com for more information on growing and scaling your business.